speaking of sports, by the way, Akiva Poppers is with us live via telephone. Akiva Poppers is the president of Max Live, M-A-C-S-L-I-V-E. That is the outlet uh, where one can watch and listen to the broadcasts of the Yeshiva University Maccabees, their men's basketball team, which, as you recall, when we last left them, <laughs> they were on a wonderful winning streak and wondering if some of their players would be allowed to play again uh, post-pandemic uh, because of the NCAA rules, etc., etc., etc. The good news is that the regular season starts this coming Saturday night. It'll be on the road in Pennsylvania, but again, the regular season starts this coming Saturday night, and there's a full basketball schedule for Yeshiva University. I say Baruch Hashem with the way they represent the Jewish people on the court. Akiva Poppers leads the team of broadcast professionals that bring the games to the entire world, and I'm sure he knows that literally people around the world tune in to see how the YU men's basketball team is doing. Akiva Poppers, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thanks, Menachem. How are you doing? Baruch Hashem, you got to speak a drop louder if you don't mind. <laughs> As, of course. I'm, and, I'm, I'm fighting through a little case of laryngitis. But, uh, I, I know. That, I know. That's why, I'm trying that, to, I that's why I'm trying to encourage you. Bro- broadcast colleagues try to encourage each other when faced with a challenging situation. Anyway, uh, speaking of challenging situations, it might be a challenging situation for the Yeshiva University Maccabees to get back to where they were two years ago. You will recall that as uh, the pandemic started, YU was in the midst of an amazing playoff run, which many of us thought would end with a Division Three national championship. I'm not making that up, folks. We really did believe they would be national champions. The pandemic shut all that down, and now finally it looks like we get to have a real regular season, I hope with fans. We'll find out from Akiva Poppers in a moment. A real regular season that will go uh, through February, and then, and then, keep in mind that on February the 22nd, February the 24th, and February the 27th of 2022, that is the playoff schedule for the Skyline Conference, which will hopefully lead to a conference championship. And then, of course, the month of March, hopefully, um, the Yeshiva University will participate in the national championship games uh, leading up to who knows what. Akiva Poppers, as you hear in the voice, in my voice, of a enthusiastic YU men's basketball team fan, we have high expectations for this season. Well, I'll tell you what. Looking at this team in practice and in the two uh, off-the-record scrimmages that we had, we are already better than we were last year when we went 7-0. and So that's that's a good start. Where does the winning streak stand right now? How many in a row has the University men's basketball team won? 36, 29 in that that COVID year, which uh, the year which ended with disappointment with the tournament being canceled, and then seven in last year's uh, shortened season. Has uh, has the nation paid attention to this 36 game winning streak? Aside from Max Live, are there other media outlets that are marveling at 36 games in a row? Well, I, I would say there are. Um, we've gotten coverage from many many outlets. Um, but also, besides for just getting coverage on on the win streak, also there's been coverage specifically on Ryan Terrell. Um, currently, ESPN is working on a story on us. This year, we have multiple documentarians on the team. Um, but yeah, nat- national outlets, local outlets have all picked up the story 
Fox picked up the story, NBC picked up the story, uh, CNN picked up the story, uh, etc. Now, when you yeah. great story. Now, when you say the team is better than last year, that has to mean that they've been able to retain some of their stars, if not all of them. You'll tell us in a moment, and they had to have added. Uh, more great basketball players to their team. What can you tell us about those who are coming back and those who are new? Yeah, well, we return our top seven scorers from last season, um, including Gabe Leifer, who is a full-time PWC associate, uh, as well as in uh, YU's real estate master's program, um, and he's studying for the CPA. Um, So... (laughs) The guy does it all. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to have a busy year, huh? He's coming back on the COVID waiver. Every single person who uh, who was on a basketball team last season, whether or not their team played, uh, gets that extra year of eligibility, and he's using it. Right. Um, so besides for him, Terrell, uh, Reeve, Halpert, Matan Zucker, Oren Betesh, Adi Markovic are all back. Uh, and in addition to that, we added a few transfers, uh, most notably Ethan Lasko and, and Jordan Armstrong. Um, your listeners might remember Lasko from uh, Sarajek. Jordan Armstrong is a little bit more of a of unknown, unknown, unknown to your listeners, perhaps. Um, Lasko, he's, he's actually, pl- Lasko played for what team in Sarajek? Yeshiva High School of Boca in wow. Florida. Nice. Uh, Armstrong is a grad transfer from Oberlin College, um, so he has a very different path than than uh, what what Lasko has, where he went to. Shiva High School, and then went to uh, he was he played for D one programs for the last few years, um, right. and is now a grad transfer and studying Cardozo. The uh, um, but I, I, I would say though beyond just the fact that we have these transfers, um, the team started to mesh slowly last season, um, started to learn each other, uh, started to get used to each other, um, and we improved gradually over the course of the season. Um, and and based on what I'm seeing in practice in these scrimmages, we would have continued meshing and getting better had we had more games than seven last year. Yeah, I hear, um, I that. So I, that, that is the primary driving force behind what looks to be our, our strong I, – I would argue we're already in mid-season form at this point. Akiva Poppers is with us. He's president of Max Live, M-A-C-S-L-I-V-E. They bring you all of Yeshiva University basketball. Are you doing any of these away games that start the season or the first ones will be next week when you get home? The first broadcast we're doing is at home. Uh, against Eastern Connecticut, which is next week on Wednesday night. And uh, a certain person by the name of Yoshua Siegel will be on the call. Wow. That game. I see you're going with your best to start off the season. Yes, we are. Boy, oh boy, uh, I'm proud. The, the, game, the, the game's in, in Williamsport, Pennsylvania this weekend uh, against Lycoming College, which will be a, a challenging game on Saturday night and then against Penn State Ski Hill on, on Sunday. Um, from what I've been told, the Lycoming game will have a full broadcast with announcers. Um, the Penn State ski kill game will likely have video, uh, but they weren't planning on having announcers, so perhaps if my voice is better, I'll be on there. Yoshua made an offer if he's available on that day to drive down. Um, but worst-case worst scenario, that game will still have a video broadcast. Ooh, I better uh, check out the weekend car situation. Thanks for this advance warning. <laughs> Akiva Poppers is with us. Um, so it's not automatic. They're not going into their home schedule automatically 2-0. and These could be tough games this weekend. Uh, the Lycoming game could be specific. That, that one specifically could be a tough game, the one right. on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Uh, Lycoming two years ago went 19-8 and and lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And then last year 
Um, they went five and two, and then and they won the Max Freedom Conference Championship, which was I mean it was a shortened season, so anyone could win anything. Right. Um, but they're pretty talented. They received one vote in the top twenty-five, so they're ranked uh, like sixty-fourth to start the year uh, uh, in the country. We should mention Yeshiva University's ranking nationwide. What do you got? Number two. Unbelievable. Um, Number two it, in the entire entire country of, of Division three schools. It's and they're around they're around four hundred twenty five schools. So it's uh wow no no small thing. Uh, and and we're behind the one and only Randolph Macon, of course. Yeah. And I, I don't have to remind you about Randolph Macon. Yeah. <laughs> you certainly don't. <laughs> um, uh, Akiva Poppers from Max Live is with us Wednesday night, the tenth uh, of November. That'll be the first broadcast from the Max Stern Athletic Center against Eastern Connecticut State. We're encouraging everybody to get into this. The Yeshiva University men's basketball team represents our people really well on the court and uh, off the court, and we're hoping that everybody out there will take great pride, uh, as we have for so many years internationally in their efforts. You do know that people are watching and listening from uh, many different countries around the world, right? Oh, yes. I, uh, I look at the, the statistics on game viewership, uh, both uh, the total numbers, and then also I go to Google Analytics and check out the countries uh, after each game. Pretty amazing, I'm telling you. People are, are taking such pride in what they're doing, and some people are staying up uh, you know, deep into the middle of the night just to make sure to catch the games. Now we mentioned it's a full schedule. I look I have the schedule in front of me. It looks like, you know, the usual suspects that they've got to get past in the Skyline Conference. Are all the schools going to be doing whatever YU is doing? Meaning, if YU has fans in the stands, if YU has certain regulations, will all those regulations be the same throughout the conference? Okay, I'll start by answering the question which you're probably going to ask next because I know everyone's on their toes about it. Uh, YU will have fans according to current policy. Now, it could change, but fans will be allowed as long as they're fully vaccinated and wearing masks. How many That's fans? Full capacity. That's what I've been told, at least. Now, the policy could change, of course. Right. Um, and that policy hasn't been officially released, although it's been kind of led on to by a commentator article about women's basketball fans being allowed, um, which was published yesterday. But, yes, from what I've been told, fans will be allowed. Um, with that said, policies are school by school. Um, so any, any school can do whatever they want. Um, so if I'm, so used to, if I'm used to going to St. Joe's every year to see an away game, I, I can't depend on that. I've got to check out what the policy is there. You, you do have to check out the policy. Um, I would say for the most part, especially if you look across the country, so I'm including the Midwest in here uh, and, and the Central Region and uh, where a lot of and the South, where a lot of, of D3 programs play, uh, their policies are full vac- full capacity, uh, maybe vaccination required, no mass required, or mass required, no vaccination required. Uh, most, a lot of schools have more lenient policies than she with us. Uh, it would be hard to imagine that schools wouldn't allow fans at all, right. um, but it's possible. They, there's no set policy on any of this stuff. Yeah, I hear that. Um, all right, so do you think that this really will be a full schedule? I mean, like I said, it's sitting in front of me. We now have every school, it seems, in the Skyline Conference cooperating. Uh, I mean, aside from, God forbid, any, any, real, you know, uh, a- any real problem, any new variant or anything that can cause any real problems, we should get through this season, right? Yeah, you're looking at what should be the full schedule. Um, I would imagine, and a policy has been made in other conferences, I would imagine the Skyline Conference will come up with a policy regarding rules on in-conference games, what the rules are if, if a team has COVID cases. 
Uh, I mean, working with the current CDC policy, in theory, uh, let's say 10 Maccabees came down with COVID, right. they could still play. Right. They could still play with, with eight players or whoever is left. Right. Um, I, there's one other conference, which I know put out a policy, which said if a team has fewer than five people remaining, they have to forfeit. Right. Um, but well, I hear that. that. I, I think that's actually an NBA rule also, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we, we are probably looking at the full state. That should be the schedule. Uh, and I would note there are many non-conference games on there which are very enticing, including one. Um, I don't know if, if you know which one I'm referring well, to. Well, I'm assuming you're talking about December the 30th on Thursday night. I, I am talking about December the 30th on, on Thursday night. I better make yeah. sure to reserve my seat for that game. How early do you think you know, I have to be? <laughs> Well, I, if you come with Yoshua Siegel, who's also <laughs> calling that game, and books for that game already, uh, then you should probably be fine. Oh, thank goodness. It's a home game. A lot less of a, of a gas bill than the one this weekend. Uh, by the way, I'm assuming Max Live is picking. You know, the price of gas, Mr. Popper, is very, very expensive these days. If Yoshua ends up yeah. driving out to Pennsylvania, you and I are going to have to talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> Illinois Wesleyan is the university that plays Yeshiva University on December the 30th. It is a home game for the Max. Circle that one on the calendar, folks. And really, there are a lot of games you could circle, and I hope that people take advantage. You know what we always say? It's one of the great family activities, and it's totally free to come out and see Yeshiva University men's basketball. I see there are a couple of uh, – uh, actually, is there only one afternoon game? Is there only one 2 p.m. game that uh, 2 o'clock on November the 28th? I assume that's Thanksgiving weekend, right? That is a Thanksgiving weekend air of Hanukkah. Yeah, that's it. That's the only. Uh, that's the only afternoon game. There, there's one. There's one on on, uh, on January second against Williams at five p.m. I don't know if that counts as a as an afternoon game anymore. Right. It might be an evening game given the the fact that the clocks. Uh, yeah, understood. Coming up on us quickly. And and I'm just looking. I, I usually do this on the. Uh... You're, you're sparing Coach Steinmetz the activity of going through the schedule <laughs> with me. Oh, there is a, the Saturday night games are great. Not for the team, I don't think, because I don't know how easy it is to play on Saturday night after Shabbos. But there is a December 11th Saturday night game. There is a, uh, uh, there is a uh, Saturday night game on December 4th against Old Westbury at home. So there are a couple of opportunities to really bring the kids out and have them enjoy uh, this incredible Yeshiva University men's basketball team. Just a note, because I'm sure some Yeshiva League people are curious, has Sarachek been announced, or or so far they're silent about whether there's a tournament this year? It's a good question. Uh, there's been no public anything about Sarachek. Yeah. Um, from from what I'm aware, they're working, admissions is working to put on a tournament, um, but there's, like, at this point, no details, and obviously things could change. Right. But but the the things are looking up. In other words, they would, they would rather have it than not have it. Let's put it that oh, way. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Uh, are you aware of the Lenny Solomon song that's uh, dedicated to the Yeshiva University of Maccabees? I am aware. <clears throat> I've got a couple of my team members working on uh, the music video. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> By the way, speaking of team members, yeah. I have a... Uh, the Max Life team this year, and I'm including only undergraduates, so Yoshua's not even included. Right. Um, 49 people. What? Uh, doing, 49 people. Doing what type of work aside from being on the air? So the on-air personalities, the talent, the, the people who you see up front uh, only make up around a fifth of our roster. Wow. Um, the other, about, I, I would say almost half of our roster includes People dedicated to content creation, both on the written side uh, and on the video side, um, and social media and and, uh, and and things which go along with it, like marketing. Um, and then there's also a lot of people who we have working on the actual broadcast. 
I, I really hope that the people uh, in the administration know about this because this is, this could be such an attraction for those who want to be in a Jewish environment but pursue uh, all the different aspects of sports media. You just listed some of them. There's a million things that people can do, men and oh, women. Sure. Men and women, sure. and, uh, and I, I really hope that they understand that this is a unique opportunity. In my day, obviously, it, it existed only on a very, very small level, uh, which we don't have to get into now, but you could imagine. But now, you know, everything can become a major production with a large staff and everybody doing uh, something they enjoy. So I hope that uh, everybody who's uh, with you on Max Live is really gaining from the experience and enjoying it at the same time. Uh, Akiva Poppers, he's the president of Max Live. First of all, I appreciate it. I know it's not an easy morning for you with the laryngitis thing and all that, but we did want to get a Max Live conversation on the air before this weekend. Uh, good luck to the team. Please wish them our best for this weekend on the road, and we look forward to either seeing you or watching you uh, and your team next Wednesday on Max Live. Dot com And, of course, I do encourage people to come in person. I hope you don't mind that. I know you'd rather people uh, probably come and uh, – or you'd rather people you know, be at home and watch your broadcasts. I get that. Uh, but we need a good balance of both. We need a full arena, and we need uh, thousands of people watching from around the world. Precisely. Thank you, Akiva, and good luck. Thank you. Have a good one. I'll, I'll wish the team the best. Yeah, I wish the team the best, and uh, we're going to play that song in a moment. Akiva Poppers, president of Max Live, JM in the AM. He's 